0: I just checked the numbers, and what our listeners want are chandelier-based episodes.
1: Hey, you kids! Get away from those chandeliers! Get out out of there! I work hard for those chandeliers!
0: Huh, you spent another 20 on just, like, the coke to get up the nerve to get that chandelier.
2: Uh, I stay away from chandeliers from now on, you know? You can't trust them.
0: There are some very interesting chandelier facts. You don't have a clue about.
2: I want to
3: make sure that I get this right or the gruel orphans will yell at me. From their gruel holes.
0: They're so mean.
3: You don't have to listen to what they say.
0: Did you see your skeleton?
3: I'm like, yeah, just wait till you find out what he does next.
0: (laughs) She says, it's so big. And then.
2: Spritz, 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 rub, rub, rub. Everything is more difficult than I think it should be. I'm upset. Like all collapsing in on itself. Like, it's idiotic, but it's got subtle sex
1: jokes in it.
3: Add a fucking chandelier and jerk up the price. Okay, hilarity is going to ensue here.
4: I can't get rid of all these chandeliers. We've seen it all before, so let's reload On a very special episode Of shows that suck and shows that blow Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bar- It's stinks, some of it's gold. It's ABSC, yeah, featuring the VIPs of SBTV, Austin G and Dr. DB, with our AT&C money. Weird TV is their specialty. It might be all four, or just one, two, or three, cause they're old and kinda busy. So go get ready and take a peek. So set your phases to download a rarity that we have bestowed special moments no one would have showed open your body holes cause you're gonna get told grab yourself a drink and let's unload in a very special episode
5: so. it's Friday night
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, I feel like that was a good one.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't, but.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more on the carol side of this one.
0: Yeah, welcome to it. Welcome to the carol side of things. So.
2: I'm going to defend you now on this episode. Thank you.
0: So. It's, they say chivalry isn't dead, but David likes an underdog. <laughs> So, so you guys, uh, sometimes the world looks perfect and there's nothing to rearrange. And other times you have to flip a house immediately, rearrange the shit out of it and try to make a lot of money. But in the meantime, you might not hire licensed contractors and that could literally kill you to death. What could be more fatal than a chandelier? Something that you hang from the ceiling that is made out of glass shards, perfect for murdering you. Why haven't we all been discussing this the whole time, people? And this episode, (laughs) I deal with this finally after that silence of my cohorts, that stony silence. We are going to dive deep into the oldest school of TGIF with perfect strangers. Season 5, episode 21, This Old House, aka Chandelierium.
1: <laughs> um, not as <laughs> astute a warning about chandeliers as in The War of the Roses.
0: Oh, yeah, that's another great scene. Yeah. What who is it on the Liam? Michael Catholic Douglas. And and, and Kathleen
1: Ka- Ka- Turner, Chantins. yeah.
0: Well her.
2: well when I think of chandeliers falling, I think of Clue all the time.
0: Right?
3: Yeah. I just can't take any more scares.
2: It happens twice.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also think of Phantom Phantom. Right. Up. Oh yeah. You
2: would, Austin nerd.
3: So
0: this is a recurring theme that movies, television, and theater have tried to warn us about. But have we it? been hardy <laughs> enough to heed this Did advice? Did we
1: just put a series together? Our next six episodes.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Opera, that'll be a hoot.
0: I just checked the numbers and what our <laughs> listeners want. Our chandelier based. It's episodes.
1: true. We've been uh, the crack research team has been doing some analytics and all the feedback, all the hashtags say Chandeliers.
0: And we're going to watch Friends <laughs> next because it has chandelier bangs.
5: Boo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, right? So, Boomy. I love it. So, it's bravo. bravo. It's bravo to a woman.
2: So I went to... A, <laughs> <laughs> I went to a professional stage production of *Fan of the Opera once long ago. And, like, literally the first... It was delayed for about a half hour. Like it started with the music and then like you saw the chandelier at the at the top of the stage and then the music kept playing and we kept looking at the chandelier and then suddenly the music went off, then the lights came back on and then they came over the loudspeaker like, "Uh, oh, we're going to have a bit of delay." And so then apparently the chandelier got stuck. And yeah. so finally like after a half hour they f- they fixed the mechanical problem. Started the, the musical up again, and then, you know, you look at the chandelier, and they bring it down. And then they have, like, a five-minute scene, and then the chandelier goes back up again. And you're like, <laughs> I don't know if that was worth oh, all shit, that, David, but, uh, how did
0: you goes. handle that r- terrifying real-world situation?
2: Uh, I stay away from chandeliers from now on, you know? You can't trust them. See? I feel
1: like a chandelier effect in a hey, play ch- is a lot less uh, affecting when they have to stop the play for half an hour <laughs> to get it to work.
2: <laughs> exactly. Maybe it's more scary, though. Like, oh,
1: maybe they really don't know what they're doing, and the chandelier's really going to fall on us.
2: Yeah, exactly. Now you're worried, though, you know, once the special
5: effect goes. Sometimes the world looks
4: perfect. Nothing can rearrange.
5: You just get a feeling
0: like you need some kind of. Change. So in case you didn't know what you were listening to, this is a very special episode and <laughs> um, tonight we are doing perfect strangers. I am your host this evening Carolyn Maine and uh, not with me as as per is nowadays. Uh, Ryan, what do you like perfect strangers A and B? What is the last home improvement thing, no, what is the most impressive home improvement thing you've ever done, personally?
1: Oh, man. Okay. Well, yeah, I like Perfect Strangers. I haven't seen it in literally, like, 20 years. I used to watch this yeah. as a kid, and I thought a lot about, like, my young self watching this, because,
5: right? like,
0: I,
1: it's,
0: huh? it's so freaking old that it reminds me of when I used to still have, like, dreams, you know, I used to believe <laughs> in the world. I know.
1: It's I used to watch this painful. and think about the Ghostbusters <laughs> and just about how great my future would be. Um,
0: Those were great days. Those are the two (laughs) things I
1: thought about when I watched the show a lot. But, um, well, because a lot of these shows have been on in syndication more than Perfect Strangers has, I feel like. Like,
5: Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Perfect Strangers just
3: kind of disappeared.
1: Yeah, like I I was like, oh yeah, they each have like a a woman they date that are like their neighbors, but I didn't really remember those characters very well. We didn't see anyone at where they work in this episode. Um, And then my most... uh, Wonderful home repair.
0: Yeah, your most impressive yeah. or difficult home improvement. Well, we just moved into
1: a house, um, right. so that's been some stuff. I did some painting, and I did uh, I rewired one socket so we could plug a uh, a washer in. So that,
0: did you touch electricity and you could see your skeleton?
1: No, that's how. Why it's so impressive? Because no one saw my skeleton the whole time. There were no black spiky lines coming (laughs) out of me and you saw my skeleton at all. I just did it and then it worked. That was all that happened. You danced
0: with danger, but you made it out. I
1: did. So that was probably it.
0: Awesome. Let's check in with Austin Gordon and see (laughs) how impressive he is at Home Repair slash if he likes Perfect Strangers. Uh, Yeah,
3: Perfect Strangers is probably like of of the classic uh, TGIF Sitcoms, um, which uh, the cracked research team sent me over a uh, yeah. a helpful a helpful matrix of like all the different seasons and and what comprised the TGIF lineup through the years, and mm. it goes back way later than I uh, oh really thought yeah 85, 85 to eighty six was the first like traditional TGI like when they branded things as TGIF I didn't know that yeah.
0: So did you just say that the crack research team is in the? Well, matrix? no, I mean
3: from their gruel holes they passed me this <laughs> this information.
0: Yeah. Um, but like that, yeah, if you the let matrix. them in the matrix, it's gonna be hard to get them but out it, of that thing. It was. To...
3: It was the. It was the the. Um, I want to make sure that I get this right, or the gruel orphans will yell at me. Um, They're so. Mean. I know, right?
2: Yeah you have to listen to what they say.
3: Um it was the 89 to 90 season. Um, no sorry, the 9091 season was sort of the like that's when they had the classic TGIF theme song that started off the night and all yep. that kind of stuff. So
1: I remember that being so, so comforting like, when it Yeah, came so on. that's what I
3: think of as <laughs> yeah. like the classic TGIF line because that's when I was yeah. And then was at the end
1: it. when it was like we'll see you next week. It was always like, "Oh."
2: Yeah. But at least you're entering the weekend. Like, it was like I, your doorway to the weekend. So you're pretty excited about it, that. Yeah,
1: yeah. But it was like, that was the best part. Like, hanging with Mr. Cooper ended, and then it said that. And you're like, oh. And you're like, at least Snick is tomorrow.
3: But,
2: uh,
5: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you have cable.
2: Uh, of, yeah. Of, how you of that of the era's. Uh, are you afraid of the dark?
3: Of that era's shows, <laughs> Perfect Strangers is probably the one I'm least familiar with. Yeah. Um, mainly uh, so what was the, the original one, right? lineup like i probably watched like the latter seasons when it was on with full house and family matters and all that but it it ended in 93 whereas all those other ones went longer so i haven't seen well, and it, it left, left like, tgif like, too yeah much like full much house the like shows
1: yeah. would kind of rotate out of tgif yeah, and uh, Full House. I don't think people even really think of as much as a T- I think it started as a TGIF show, and it moved to another day. It maybe
3: did. that is that is. Correct. Um,
1: because I feel like there was always the headlining TGIF show that was on mm-hmm. an eight, and uh, there was a long period where that was Family Matters, and I feel like the whole time Family Matters headlined TGIF was like the golden era of TGIF.
5: Yeah,
3: that was um, that was like Family Matters, Step by Step, Perfect Strangers. And some. No,
1: Perfect Strangers was way gone. Uh, no, the
3: 91, 92. Family Matters, step by step. And then Perfect Strangers for a little bit. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Really?
0: Perfect that... Strangers has been there the whole time, much oh, like Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Just
1: like <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and it came back like Jesus.
0: Uh, yeah. Right? And Harriet mm-hmm. from Family Matters came from Perfect Strangers and Jesus. Yeah. The... yeah
1: both of them, they had a baby. Yeah, the together. last
3: episode of Perfect Strangers was August of 93 wow huh. uh, so yeah this is the and one then, I'm probably least yeah. familiar with but I remember enjoying it and it is probably what it's probably the best theme song of the tgif shows and yeah, maybe even the be- sure. one of the best TV theme songs of all time specifically because oh, he's right. it's like so earnest and it has nothing to do at all with the premise of the show it's just like mm-hmm. no it does they're
0: chasing their dreams full-time they're on <laughs> <like laughs> every goddamn
3: show
5: yeah. <laughs>
1: But um, I like that no. the show, even though the lyrics aren't pertaining to the plot, I like that the footage that you see in the opening gives you the premise of the show. Like, yeah, you learn... Because yeah. I don't know if you ever even see that. I don't know if I have ever seen the first episode of Perfect Strangers, but I feel like you know that Balky's from Meepos, right?
2: Yes. Yep. And
1: he comes to the U.S. to stay with his cousin, who's a piece of shit. That's basically the premise <laughs> of the show, <laughs> yeah, right? pretty
0: much. Cousin Larry Appleton. Hilarity <laughs> Yeah, Larry Appleton.
1: <laughs> So
2: good. So basically the opening is fine as long as you're not blind is what
5: right?
0: yeah, yeah. Uh Austin, what's the most ambitious DIY
3: home repair? Oh, yeah. oh god, I don't know. Nothing exciting because I suck it at DIY home repair stuff. I outsource it to like... <laughs> the first step is admitting yeah, that. No. Yeah, no. Okay.
1: Good for you, Austin. No, I great. outsource
3: it to my father-in-law and brother-in-law <laughs> who are much better at that stuff. Like, No, I joke that like even huh. even simple tasks take me like three times as long as them. Like, I don't know what it is if it's just like experience or proper tools or what. But I'm like, oh, I have this drill and I'm gonna like screw this thing together. And oh, it's now I need to charge the drill. Oh, I need a diff- different drill bit. <laughs> oh, now I have the right drill bit but it broke. Now I need to get this drill bit. Okay, now I screwed the thing in but now this screw's head is stripped. So I gotta go get this different screw. And it's like all I'm trying to do is screw something together and I feel like it would have taken them ten minutes and it took me an hour and a half. So Austin, I never knew that you were not handy. <laughs> see?
0: We're learning about it. Yeah, each no, other. I'm really
3: not. Huh. I'm a little bit better with like- electrical stuff, because I did some of that in high school and college with theater lighting and whatnot. Hmm. But at the same Did you see your skeleton? I did not see my skeleton. Okay. But I'm also <laughs> I'm also reluctant to do electrical stuff around the house because while I know a little bit about it. When I was to like wire something up in the theater, it wasn't going to burn my house down if I screwed it up.
2: Just the school down and all the kids inside.
3: Oh, just like short out the theater. (laughs) Just,
1: just (laughs) a bunch
2: of kids. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: David Bitts, do you like Perfect Strangers? And what is the most ambitious DIY home involvement you've taken on, or any kind of repair work?
2: Yeah, regarding Perfect Strangers. I definitely remember watching the show. I remember very little about the show. Like, I just remember I'd sit down and watch it, and there's Balky. And I think when I watched it, it felt a little too adult for me. And not in a, like, sexy way, but just in a, <laughs> they're talking about things I can't relate to way. And like
0: the mortgages? Yeah.
2: When yeah. you're
1: a kid, you were not into flipping houses.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I was like uh, what is that you know I'd be like is 150000 a lot of money I don't know like it's more than I dude have. that I house is
3: $150,000 <laughs> I
2: couldn't oh man All right,
3: anyway. this economy uh, we'll get there da- we'll get David there. I feel like this show suffers a bit from uh, your Charles in charge syndrome where <laughs> yeah. like I just which like, syndrome like, is that not... I don't know where the plots of the episodes come from like on the surface I'm like oh I get yeah. the premise of the show it's this like Uptight Chicago guy and his wacky cousin from a comically outdated Eastern European country comes and lives with him. That's the pilot. What I don't know what they do after that to like generate. Story <laughs> yeah, that doesn't
2: lends itself to plotting. Yeah. You guys,
1: I got this covered.
2: As I remember,
1: well, this is every episode. This episode is every episode. Larry's <laughs> like, "Hey, Balky, I figured out a way to get rich," and then Balky's like, "No, cousin." And then he, t- he makes him do it, and then it fucks up. That's every episode of the show. And then they have these two ladies down the hall, and they ended up marrying them, and then later they all live in a house, and they get pregnant, and then the show gets canceled. And that's it, dude. Whole
2: series. That's it. <laughs> so, but, I mean, I assume, I think this gets later, because I remember the ladies, I don't remember the marriage, but I'm assuming if I rewatched this, these ladies would suffer... For the fact that they're with these goobers, and you're like... Probably, yeah. You know, and like, when you d- if they dated for a while, you're like, okay, they're trying to make it work, but then at a certain time, it's like, you're still with these guys? They're obviously losers. Like, this is starting to reflect poorly well, on you now.
1: That's TV. I think they have cool <laughs> jobs. What, do they work at a newspaper
0: or something?
1: I, don't I got um, no idea. They
0: work at house flipping and vase polishing. <laughs>
1: No, but this is one of those episodes where they just inexplicably don't go to work for several weeks while they do something else, but they, like, have a job on the show that they go to. Like, one of the main sets of the show is their job. Well, this episode is hilarious
0: because it's taking place late in the show's run, so they are groping for ideas and grasping at any chandelier. (laughs) David, what's the most ambitious house improvement you've undertaken?
2: Well, I was just going to say, when I think of Perfect Strangers for... I just remember one joke, and it just kind of illustrates as a kid I didn't get it, and it was, uh, I think it was one of the ladies, one of their girlfriends said, like, oh, you don't think this place is haunted, do you? Do you think the oven just cleans itself? And as a kid, I didn't get that joke, and as an adult, I get, I understand the idea of self-cleaning ovens, but I still don't get the joke, (laughs) I'm like... But you still need human intervention to literally clean the oven though. So if it's just cleaning itself on its own, that's still pretty miraculous, but uh <laughs> Uh so that's that's where I come from. Uh on to the my best home improvement. I am less handy than Austin. He can oh, actually boy, Yeah, man. I know. I'm the least handy person I know. What and I Oh no and, and I get the easy, most easily frustrated at any work like that. And it mainly stems from everything is more difficult than I think it should be. Mm. And then I just get annoyed that it's not going smoother. Like, I don't know, I'd say famously. But obviously, I even had to just change the light bulbs outside my uh, townhouse once. And that ended up becoming a three-day project where I had to get two buddies involved. Mostly oh, because... Shit. The screws were so weathered and stripped that they wouldn't come out, and then the whole thing became a disaster. But, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's about as bad as the chandelier, except it's freaking changing a light bulb, which should be one of the most easy things to do. Uh, I
0: feel like there's a joke someone makes about changing.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly. And apparently, it took like three people for me to do it. (laughs) Uh, How
1: many podcasters does it take to screw in a light bulb? (laughs) They're
2: boyfriends. Yeah uh lauren remembers that for different reasons but that's an inside joke uh so my my most my my most impressive home improvement is not very impressive but it's probably when i had to change the water sprayer on my sink and i managed to do that which became more
0: soak yourself
2: Uh, yeah. A lot of water got sprayed everywhere. It all became... Did you see your skeleton? (laughs) Uh, no skeleton. I just got to see through, like, my clothes, I guess, so...
0: Oh, okay. That's a small thrill.
2: (laughs) Carol, Carol, has anyone ever seen your skeleton from Home
1: Repairs? (laughs) No. Damn it! I thought we were really building up to that.
0: No, I mean, I've had an x-ray. No, (laughs) I've... So, um, my name is Carolyn, and I'm part of this podcast. Um, I am also very familiar with Perfect Strangers from the reaches of nostalgia. It mm-hmm. seems like the beginning of my pop culture worldview huh. when you hear that harmonica kick up, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And then I've stayed there ever since. When's the last time you
1: watched it? Was it recently?
0: Oh, no. God, no. I mean, I watch the theme song, like, once or twice a year. Uh-huh. That's fair. <laughs> And like a clip, you know, I like to check in with the dance of joy. You know, <laughs> if you remember from Saved by the Bell reviewed, I will sing most of the theme song with little to no provocation because I keep that with me because it's a it's a banging theme. Austin's right.
2: Yeah. It was on our CD.
0: Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Sick. And um, thanks for finally getting that out. That's <laughs> I mean it. Doing anything's hard. More hard than it should be.
2: Yep. Everything.
0: So I'm not even too much more handier than all y'all even because as a lady person with, with a boyfriend who will do the stuff, I barely have to do the stuff, right? Like, I'll <laughs> and he's help good at the stuff assist. too, right? Yeah, better than most. He will like change oil really fast or something. He's always, I don't even know what he's doing, but he's always doing shit. <laughs> the most fucked up thing he had to do in this house uh, like two years ago was change The pipes under the house, our pipes were shit, so we had to dig into the house and under the laundry machine and fix the pipes and scurry under the building, and he got spiders in his hair, and he was stuck. I remember that. And I just was upstairs. Uh, And me, I've just painted a wall, except for (laughs) one time I took a fly out of the rice cooker. He was (laughs) on the front of it under the sticker, and I did that. No,
5: I don't know
1: that's if that's it. home repairs. It's me. It was, I repaired the home.
2: Yeah. Did, did like, the spiders nest in his hair? And, like, does he just have a family that lives there now? So.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that must have been good.
2: Answer the question, Carol. Yeah.
0: What was it?
2: Oh, I I asked... <laughs> Does he ha- Did the spiders nest in his hair? Now does he have like a family of them living there now? No.
0: <laughs> so he like had to refrain from like the feeling of bashing his head into the cement. You know, it was like a claustrophobic, yeah. which I can't do. <laughs> it's claustrophobia. And so he had to like refrain from bashing his head. And since then, he's been spider free. But oh. the other day I saw like three spiders nearby each other. So it's not like the house is spider free. It's just that his person is largely spider free.
1: Well, that's nice.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Hi hmm Hiya, little clits and dick. Sorry, that was weird. This is Joanne Schindlerly reminding you to control yourself every Sunday, 9 p.m. at Alberta Street Pub. But if you can't make it, listen to our recorded live episodes happening on the River City Podcast Federation. We're so excited to be a part of so many funny comics grace the stage. We got Caitlin Weyerhaeuser, Sean Jordan, Guy Branham, Hal Sparks, Stopped In Once, Baron Vaughn, Sarah Schaefer, and local favorites like Adam Posse and so many up-and-comer comics. You guys, so much comedy is happening on this fucking show. T-G-I-L. Hi and welcome to TGIF. Coming up first is Full House. Joey gets a chance to open Wayne Newton. That's right, the Wayne Newton, the one and only. Cousin, I haven't been this excited since I bought my first bottle of Dunkerstein Cologne. It's the official scent of Wayne Newton.
5: Next. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> All our dreams are about to come true.
5: Suzanne Summers is coming back to prime time. <laughs>
1: no. No, Becky, that's your dream. Now, I have a plan. Oh, God. (laughs) A plan that is going to make us both rich beyond our wildest dreams.
5: Of course, and I've been keeping some notes on plans you've had over the years. (laughs) Seven of your plans have cost me money. Thirteen of your plans have cost me pride and dignity. (laughs) And three of them eventually required anointment.
1: (laughs) Okay, fine. If you want to reject a basic principle of the American way
4: of life, I guess you can do that. All right, can we just skip to the part where I give in? Because this is really eating up my day.
0: of home repair, and this is a little bit about Perfect Strangers. It's all the way way back, and we open on The Bachelor Pad where they live together. Cousin Larry Appleton, who looks like a Cabbage Patch Doll's dad,
5: yes, right? He yes! He oh totally my God. does! I never thought of that before. <laughs> right? He to- yes, he you
1: just, you just blew
2: my mind.
0: Right? I had a Cabbage Patch Doll that looked like Cousin Larry. It was Eugene. He looked just goddamn like him, so
2: he he has a very punchable face. doesn't
0: he? <laughs> you want to punch the Cabbage Patch Kids,
2: David? Larry, I want to punch Larry. He feels okay. like well, actually became like anthropomorphic and came to life. <laughs> like how many times do you think he says "well actually" in his lo- in a day? You know.
0: Frankly, I can't believe that Balky is still putting up with it.
2: I, know, I gotta wh- say, I hadn't seen this show
1: in a long time, and then I got about five minutes into this episode and I was like, oh yeah. It's the performances. Right. Because this show is all about those two guys just he- being those characters. just oh, yeah. uh, Performing those personalities and the way they play off each other.
0: Right. I think Cousin Larry has gone on to do a lot of Broadway, and you oh, really? will recognize Bronson Pichonu? Am I saying that Pinchot. right?
5: Bronson Pichonu, yeah. In-
0: Freaking everything. Yeah, Austin, have you checked with the Moppets and the Matrix? Can you?
1: <laughs> well, he was on the Surreal Life, and he was a real creep on that. Right? What
0: um, did he do? He just
1: what was Andy handsy did? with everybody oh, and shit. weird. And then, though, do you guys, are you guys with me on this? If I'm not mistaken, uh, this Balky character is based off of, like, a brief character he does in Beverly Hills Cop.
3: Hmm. Yes, he is. he is that, in Beverly uh... Hills Cop.
1: And he's like a sort of a foreign guy. And it's not a big character, but he does it. And that's basically exactly what Belky is.
3: Yeah, he's Surge in, uh, in yeah. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah,
0: I forget about that, but that is true.
1: Did you... I think this is one of those things where a bit in a movie, like, I don't know if it inspired it or if they saw him do it and were like, oh, do that for this or what, but... Yeah, they didn't
0: have was... too many ideas in the day.
3: Did no. you also know that he was on... Uh, Twenty-four episodes of Step by Step.
0: No, who did yeah, he date? Sounds
1: familiar? Oh, uh, wasn't he like a flamboyant
3: hairdresser yes, or something? Yes, Jean-Luc Ripperu. <laughs> Rip- yeah. a- I don't know. I don't know oh, French. Shit, yeah. I didn't realize he was on it so yeah, much in 90- twenty-four episodes. I think it was like the second to last season of uh
1: yeah i can see him being like a late addition to the show like let's get yet another washed mm-hmm. up sitcom actor on the show right. was he
3: like suzanne somers's boss yeah i think the something? idea was that like he owned a beauty parlor that she went to work at and patrick duffy was threatened by his like raging French hormones or something like that.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. I vaguely.
3: Because
0: he would always hairstyle with a boner.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And they even mentioned Suzanne Summers in this episode. They it's like, all it oh, yeah. Colla-
3: he's, when, when Larry comes in and he's like, I'm, you know, super excited and Balky's like, because Suzanne Summers is coming back to primetime? Uh, oh my god, <laughs> Austin, that's not how Balky sounds at all. I know. All. <laughs> 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 it's, it's,
0: it's <laughs> Are we going to have to send Austin to Balky Camp? Um, Yeah,
3: you sounded like
1: like Ren from Ren and Skimpy or something. That did kind of
3: sound like Ren.
1: (laughs) Wait, say something else, Balky says. (laughs)
3: Um, You just shamed him out of it. Oh,
1: I know. I should have held on to that. I should have been more discreet. Um,
3: But I'm pretty sure that line was written with the knowledge of Step by Step.
0: You know, yeah. I, don't I don't think, think so. it existed. yet. that was a yet. twinkle in an eye. Well, but this yeah. was destined that she would come this back.
3: This aired in March third on March thirtieth of nineteen ninety. Okay. And step by step premiered in September of ninety one. Yeah. Okay. So it's you know so it's hey, you know right what? on that line huh. of being far enough out that it could be a coincidence, but close enough that I'm not willing to just be like, yeah, it was a total coincidence.
0: And you guys said this wasn't special.
1: <laughs> One thing I definitely believe is that Suzanne Somers <laughs> had some professional connection to people at a professional... Because these are a Miller Boyette yeah. shows, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I wouldn't be surprised if she was, like, developing a contract with them right, or on their roster what or whatever. that's kind of what I'm thinking,
3: is that, like, the Miller Boyette yeah. guys were like, Yeah, we're working on something with Suzanne Summers, so we'll throw in a joke about her.
0: Yeah. So basically, Valkyrie just hangs out polishing vases until Cousin Larry He's polishing bursts a on him. sheep,
3: right? Is that like a stuffed sheep? Oh, I, it was kind of blurry. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one was going I think, on? I thought it was a
2: stuffed animal, yeah, so like, I was It's confused. like a
3: stuffed sheep, and he's like, If you're going to go behind the stove and get dirty, I will have to clean you. Oh Oh God! I missed this whole scene. Mom, let's just have Austin
1: read a transcript of Falky's lines, and that's the end of the whole thing. That's all. I don't have anything to add to what he's doing. (laughs)
2: <laughs> now I can't even try a Belky impersonation no, dude. Now I, I can only think of Austin's <laughs> No, I'm just going to try to do what he's doing now
0: yeah, Accents are hard enough And then when something throws you off It's just impossible yeah. like If you watch them try to do the New Orleans accent In Zandalee Nick I, Cage I is I the have... only one who can Austin's
2: do it Austin's throwing out like, a poor man's Yakov Shmier <laughs> yeah. novel oh. Yeah he is
0: doing it Yeah, Shout out Yakov Yeah I think they stole yeah, a little here. bit here
1: yeah, it's 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 adequate.
0: It's perfectly
1: adequate. <laughs>
0: it's adequate. So yeah, so Balky is just sitting there polishing a sheep. I guess he has a sheep. Maybe he makes love to it. Maybe that's yeah. what they used to do in Meepos. Sure,
2: Carol, Carol. Yeah. There's no maybe about it. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Have you ever fucked a sheep so hard it hid behind the oven from you?
2: Have I? That's called a Tuesday night. <laughs>
0: Thank God it's Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> T-G-I-T. And then Larry comes in all coked up with some kind of crazy pyramid
2: scheme. <laughs> he really is kind of coked up. Apparently seminars are his thing, right? That's Or maybe it's just this episode, this is what yeah. his thing is. but Yeah, know.
3: Balky, he's like, I have a plan. And Balky whips out this like comically oversized book saying, I've kept track of your plans and they never turn out well, and then he reads off, like, three... Nu- he's like, ten of them sucked, five of them sucked in this way, and three of them made me bend over backwards and take it up the butt. That's an awfully thick book for, like, three numbers.
2: Alright, Austin, do I have to explain this to you? What? Well, So, obviously, the first page is the summary page, <laughs> and then the rest of the book is going into in-depth detail about every plan what the setup was and how it ended and then it talks about how much love they made that night (laughs) and that'll fill up the book and there's
1: like a hypothesis and a conclusion to each one
2: but yeah exactly
1: also it's just a transcript of the last like this is like the 60th episode or something of perfect strangers I buy this. It's like, by this point, well, that... they're, they're playing on that. There's been so many schemes that later... I told you, every episode, this <laughs> that, well, that was This <laughs> is, what, the third season? So, it's like, the whole way yeah, they this treat the this. Season. So, even though Balky's like, all right, but yeah, okay, yeah, Balky's like, let's just fucking skip to the part where I just do it. <laughs> they even, like, they just spare us seeing it, you know.
2: Am... What's interesting to me, going into, like, Obviously, I know the premise, but just not really remembering how they show like individual episodes. I would have expected Balky to be the one that comes up with the zany schemes, yeah. and then no, Larry gets dragged into it. But... A lot
1: of times what's happening is that Balky has some old world custom or thing he makes or something, and then yeah. Larry will be like, oh, we can get rich off this. That's a lot of them. Yeah, but Balky's not a schemer. He's not a capitalist, because Larry's his American capitalist cousin. Yeah. Balky's is
0: simple from the old world. <laughs> exactly. and,
1: and apparently
2: capitalism just ruins everything, right? Exactly. Um, That's uh... what this episode is, this is really about. is a surprisingly
3: <laughs> subversive episode.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: this episode is totally about the foils of capitalism.
2: Well, and just greed like and being yeah. stupid.
0: So yeah Appleton's got this whole thing which is dare to make a fortune and that's the thing and it's teaching him how to flip houses and uh, Balky pulls up all the old scripts like Ryan said and says we should (laughs) do this but then a second later he's like okay we'll do it. So
3: uh, so Larry explained like Larry explained the plan based on this seminar that he went to and I get that the general premise is buy a house fix it up flip it for a profit. And then, like, keep doing that until you make a lot of money. Rips off to Balky like, all that he's like, we're going to buy it on this, and then like that, and then do this and that, and then we'll be have all this money. I, I didn't follow everything that he was going through either, so does that make me the Balky of this situation?
5: Yes.
2: Okay. I, th- I think you're supposed okay. to relate to Balky more than Larry on okay. this one. Okay, okay.
1: I get it, though. Do you want me to explain this game yes. to you? Yes. You yeah. really do? Okay. Okay. You buy a shitty, uh, kind of uh-huh. a beat-up house, and then you, you get a loan, and you buy it, and then you fix it up real fast, you get a 30-day loan, which is kind of foolish, um, <laughs> and you fix it up real fast, and then you sell it for way more than you bought it for, and like your labor and cost of the house combined is less than what you can sell a nice yeah, house Yeah, no, I for. get... I, yeah, so, but how do you do
2: it with no money yeah, down, he, he
3: went through this whole... Because he,
1: he got a loan, he got a 30-day loan.
3: And you don't need money down on a 30-day it, loan?
1: Not your own money, because you get this money, and you're like, okay, in 30 days, I'll pay you back. And then he bought a house with it, and then, um, so he's, like, flipping a house, and he's flipping this money, okay. too.
0: Ryan, it's like, are you a baby boomer? <laughs> but why
1: would no, someone give but I've been...
2: a $140,000 loan that he wouldn't be able to pay back?
1: Because it's a fucking ski. I don't know why it's
3: why the housing <laughs> market crashed. You know, well, like everyone's corrupt. That's what I'm wondering. Like, is this a, is this a le- <laughs> yeah. Everything
2: everyone's corrupt is good enough. <laughs> well, I that's what I'm wondering.
3: Like, was this a legit thing that you that someone could do? Because the whole idea of like a 30 day loan well, in excess of 150 thousand dollars seems like yeah. not legitimate. And he talked about like. Get, well, making a deal with well, the seller uh, so that you don't have to pay the down payment and I just wasn't following it all.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, don't I, know. Yeah. I do know that like I've seen late night infomercials <laughs> that talk about zany get rich schemes that seem to involve no money down, no money out of mm-hmm. your yeah. pocket. and, and But at the same time, I don't know how realistic they are. Is it just to get you to shut out the $50 to buy some book and that's the real get rich right was well, a of whole it.
1: industry based on if you were uh, if you had capital you could loan money to people who would buy things they couldn't afford like houses or timeshares
5: mm-hmm. and
1: then they would either miraculously pay you back the money which probably wouldn't happen or they would get locked into a completely fucked situation yeah, like, where they owed you all this money at huge interest so they were paying you forever and, oh, yeah, no, uh, that happens. That would go towards your credit as a business. So even if you didn't have the, the liquid money, you would have these huge mm-hmm. lines of credit because you'd be like, I own $180 million in debt. So, yeah, you'll just loan some asshole $140,000, and if he can flip the house, then good for him. And if he can't, then you got him by the balls forever, which is what happens
2: to Larry, yeah. guys. Uh <laughs> he, he's grabbed by his balls have been grabbed for the rest of his life. Yeah, it's the invisible yeah.
0: hand job of capitalism.
2: Yeah, true. It's a rough
1: hand. It's a calloused hand that gives you the hand job.
0: Yep. So well,
2: you need some friction, though.
0: <laughs> so this is how the boomers <laughs> ruined the real estate market.
2: One of the, one Maybe. of the times.
0: It's one of the ways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one but of there's the there's, times.
2: Yeah. It's the only thing they'll ever ruin.
0: Right? Phew. I mean, they're running out of things. They can only ruin the <laughs> world, and then they're out of shit. So. Hey, ho, ooh, hey, ho, hey,
5: ho, ooh, hey, ho, Hey ho! we're the
2: Cranable Guys,
3: ooh, ooh, and ooh. we're here to say we got a podcast. Yay, yeah, yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. yeah. And
2: if you made it through whatever the fuck that just was, please check out the rest of what we do. At River City Be
3: prepared. It's about forty-five minutes of that.
2: Yep. Yep. Anyway, River City Podcast Federation.com. Enjoy the show you're listening to We're I'm
3: called sure Probably better Woo! than ours. Carnival, Carnival. Cranival. Cranival. Carnival. C- Carnival! C- C-
1: Can- cannibal. Cannibal? Cannibal?
4: Ready? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a
5: big.
1: Tell me something I do know Cream. Cream. C-R-E-A-M. Oh, cream. <laughs> I feel
3: like an idiot. The only difference is the other house has a fancy chandelier in the entry.
5: <coughs> Are we No, it's not working. <laughs>
1: Listen, I was wet there.
3: No. Uh...
0: So then, boom, we go to a nicer house than any of us will ever own.
2: Yeah, yeah that was a pretty nice house. Well, we don't know what the upstairs look like. What if those stairs just <laughs> fell off into an endless void?
0: And that's where sitcom characters go <laughs> well, to Well, <die>. this <laughs> house might
1: not have any appliances. It might not have a re- refrigerator or a toilet or, I know. you know, yeah. we just don't
2: know. So we don't know where this, so this takes place in Chicago, and yeah. we don't know where this house is in relation to Chicago, but man. Yeah. Hundred forty thousand is what he paid for it, and it's no. He bought it for
0: like one twenty, (laughs) dude. No, he bought it. I want to say, he... look at how much we're invested in this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he got the loan
3: for one hundred forty thousand. So I assume that's what he paid for.
2: Yeah,
0: he spent another twenty on just like the coke to get up the nerve to get that chandelier. I would
2: assume. Well, what's weird is he's like, we're gonna do this as a fixer upper, but when they show it to start, it looked fine to me. Well, I they
0: not
1: like they slapped know... a coat of paint on it. You what know? was the problem? Yeah, that's not really flipping. Yeah, around. was it
2: was it a really ugly ha- paint
3: job or it just looked? I old, mean, they but... could
2: have like played it up or something.
3: David, did know. you like the sports ball joke there? Ah, uh, uh... the
2: cream Abdul Jabbar. Uh-huh. I was because uh, so what? Larry asked Belki what he thinks of cream. And, of course, because of accents and whatnot, he's like, he's one of the greatest centers ever. And uh, I'm, <laughs> and then, so he's referring to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar instead of Cream. And I was just surprised that Balki's the type of character that knew who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was. Because I always pictured him as the character who just couldn't understand the odd ways of American lifestyle, which would include basketball. Yeah. But I guess he's he knew that and Cream the band. Yeah. So he's pretty hip to the jaw. I love you know? American
0: culture. Anything for the joke.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or, or it's just whatever fits the joke at the time, right?
0: Right. <laughs> so, yeah, they're milking comedy out of nothing. And they're going to paint the room cream. Yeah. And that's when the two girlfriends who show up together and leave together and probably spend most of their time together. And they probably all fuck in the same room. I'm just guessing. That's uh, do you when the think two they girlfriends swap? Show up. No, but I think they're just, they just—they all look at each other in the eyes when <laughs> they really do it.
2: Do you think like Balky and Larry stare at each other when it's happening, kind of wishing it was them?
0: I mean, they try to act, yeah, they try to act like they're gonna look at the women, but they just end up staring <laughs> at each other with the open bedroll. <laughs> <laughs> just can't
3: uh, stay away. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: So the ladies arrive, and um, the smarter, the the bimboier one, yeah. <laughs> I believe her name is That's Mary Ann. That's
2: lady, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: She says, it's so big. Yeah. And then, right? I heard, I read an account of somebody who watched this particular episode taping in the studio audience, and they said that the actors had her repeat that line several times because it made Bronson Pishnu feel good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> was uh they're, they're what are they roommates? These two these two I think women, so.
1: And I believe is that, that they're yeah. stewardesses.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh flight uh, attendants. Oh yeah, I'm sorry,
1: uh, <laughs> sorry. Jesus, Ryan. <laughs> they're check called stewardesses of when the show was on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm right, Ryan. Right
3: many time many time. sides, many sides, Ryan. Ooh. Many sides. Ooh.
2: Yeah, there's oh, both no, sides. No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: Flight attendants, stewardesses—who's to say which was right, which was wrong? Uh, things have uh, many sides. No. Austin's getting
5: political
3: again, oh.
1: dude. This comes out in two weeks. You know how much fucking shit is gonna go down between you saying that and this coming out? I know, right? Oh my it's gonna, god! It's,
3: it's gonna feel like like. Three and a half years have passed between <laughs> between now and whatever happened in the intervening two weeks. That
1: describes the year we live in, is that if you record yes. something two weeks before you post it and make comments from that week, it will be so dated.
3: Are you kidding? Me? I, I watched yeah. last week tonight with John Oliver from Sunday, tonight before we recorded. Mm-hmm. That's like two days ago. It was already dated. Like, yeah. It was like already yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, just wait till you find out what he does next. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. It's At tangent.
0: least you guys got that good blowjob to make up for the presidency. set.
1: So, uh, then what ha- Oh, yeah, they do this, um, that classic ladder bit.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling <laughs> you. Where they're like, yeah, swinging and.
0: So the ladies the smart one is like uh, apprehensive that cousin Larry Appleton is pretty for sure and he's gonna do his own DIY repair
3: on this thing but then
0: yeah.
3: Well this is where this is where I get conflicted because I feel like you can only do so much do-it-yourself stuff before like ultimately you have to get like city inspectors to sign off on the work and you have to have like you know uh, certified electricians doing certain things and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but on the other hand like we've said this house doesn't seem like it's in that that bad a shape and so if all they're doing is painting it you don't need any kind of special certification for that but then at the same time I'm like well if these fuck ups can't paint this house they've probably (laughs) got bigger problems in their lives
2: and I just don't even know if painting is the I don't know it's like yeah, you might paint it to a different color but then maybe somebody like the old color like if all you're going to do is buy a house and then repaint it, that's not really well, of course, that's all yeah, That's
3: not, not all they do. And of course, you know, the...
2: I mean, I mean maybe if there's like swastikas <laughs> on there or something and they're like, David, cover it.
3: David, what if those swastikas were actually a good symbol? <laughs> um, I'm
5: gonna...
0: What if it was just paintings of 69s and a bunch of condoms and an old mattress that all the teenagers in town would fuck on
5: yeah i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna say that it's implied that they like they put some tiles in and they uh (laughs) yeah they got like uh some floorboards and they did some stuff they did you know not a ton but enough
0: did you guys know that according to the 2015 census of fatal occupational injuries cfoi that in 2015, ladders were the source of 65 out of the 89 fatal injuries involving ladders, moving ladders. There's 89 injuries involving ladders in 2015, fatal injuries, death.
3: Wow, Carolyn's gruel orphans are way more efficient than mine.
2: Yeah, no. Right? It doesn't surprise me because not a lot, will kill you, I guess, in home repair, except, like, electrifying yourself and falling off of something, yeah. so. And
0: when the gas pipelines explode. We just had that happen in Portland, and it seemed like it was a home repair thing, but then they figured out it was probably, like, a making weed dabs <laughs> thing. So Minnesota's had all
2: sorts of problems with pipe lo- or gas leakage and explosions. I think it's, like, three problems in the last week, which is kind of okay. odd. Yeah, well there's the unfortunate explosion at one of the high schools. Ooh. Although it's summer so it wasn't as bad oh, as it right, could have been, right. but still bad, right? And then they had to shut down half our downtown because there was a gas leak because of construction, and then there was another time like just I don't know. And I have no idea, like it's like is this a coincidence anymore? Sorry. I'm getting way yeah, off. Watch properly.
0: out, watch your ass. Guys yeah. are you
2: talking <laughs>
1: about the ladder bit? <laughs>
0: yeah okay let's go to this potentially fatal ladder ryan what you i
1: just about? felt like they did a real laurel and hardy you know that their uh comedy game their their chemistry their rhythm the way they play off each other yeah, yeah. masterful
2: their physical comedy
0: yeah their physical comedy which comes up with the dance of joy alone. when i watched
1: them i was i was lost in it i didn't even it was transported
2: yeah, because they kept teasing that one of them was going to get hit with the ladder, yeah. although they the other one wasn't aware of where the ladder was, but kept ducking at the exact right oh, time, right, just, as they, as they just by happenstance. Mm-hmm.
0: Real professional theatrics. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. why we all used to watch the show as children. It was more for that than like the retail swindling. I think. Than the yeah. Real estate. Yeah, things. I had.
2: <sighs> I had half a mind that I was wondering if this was going to turn into, like, a whole Three Stooges kind of slapstick thing, where, like, it's just them doing home repair, but, like, nailing themselves to the wall or something, or, like, falling off of (laughs) hiding places. They never quite went down the complete, unrealistic slapstick. No, they dabbled. But, you know, it was
1: smart, too. It was yeah. too intellectual to just to fully go into, yeah. you know. So they did yeah. some classical bits, Very you know, and then they did some uh, mm-hmm. sharp contemporary writing and commentary about American you know, greed, essentially. It's brilliant. It's really yeah. good.
0: It's amazing. What is
3: The host Hustle? It's a show about success.
2: Choo-choo-ka-choo, you're going to be on the cover of Forbes in a month.
3: It's a show about health. You eat enough (laughs) steaks and your butt just closes for business. (laughs) Yeah, this, you put that up there, you're going to have whole steaks come out of your butt and clean it right out. It's a show about food.
0: The hot dog will be murdered when you
3: eat it. Yeah, presumably all hot dogs are murdered. And it's going to scream.
2: And condiments. I like to call balsamic vinegar devil blood. Ooh. That's what they call it uh, in Arizona where I grew up. Mm -hmm. You know. Ew. Would you like some olive oil and
3: devil blood for your bread? But mostly, it's a show about product pitches submitted by you, the listener, that I workshop with a guest. Yeah. Lucy's Goose Sandals. Lucy's Goose They're in the shape of gooses, and they all have a picture of Lucille Ball. Come on and listen to it on the River City Podcast Federation, wherever podcasts are sold. I wish. I'm doing this for free. I think that all this dick pic needed was a little exposure. You're welcome. I love
5: <laughs> Quote, sold the house! Now we are so happy, we do the
4: dance of joy! <laughs> <laughs> Mama told me never to do the dance of joy alone or I will go blind. You just want to make more money. Yes, I want to make more money. That's exactly
1: what we'll do. Balthy, I have a plan. <laughs> we are going to dare to make an even bigger (laughs) fortune
5: and me with no ointment
0: After some slapstick And Larry thinks it looks so good That it's going to be sold by brunch
2: (laughs) Well yeah first They they pass the time by showing the two weeks later Which is fine but then like I'm expecting the house to be a disaster Or something (laughs) And then they come back and And then it's just like it's perfect You expect it to be a disaster uh,
3: or noticeably different In some way (laughs) Yeah exactly it
2: also looked the
3: exact same They had a nice coat of paint on They did
5: a really good job painting (laughs)
2: It was a good job painting, but we see uh, Balky. He's like polishing up one of the rails, and he says, "Spritz, spritz, spritz, rub, rub, rub." And in my experience, it's the opposite <laughs> order that, that
5: works.
0: David, it's bad to do the dance of joy by yourself.
5: It'll make you you'll, blind. Go, you'll go blind. <laughs> yes.
2: It'll listen, every once in a while you just need a, You're by yourself and you figure a little Rub, 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 spritz, spritz, spritz Isn't the worst thing is in the it, world Is yeah. it
3: really spritz, 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 David? Shouldn't it be more like gush, gush, gush?
5: Um, I don't think men are supposed to gush I think that spritzing is better But, you know
2: to
0: eat It's those... a fine mist, Austin <laughs> That I don't know about
3: either <laughs>
2: Uh, but then he he was singing it to uh, the
3: Wizard of Oz. The,
2: yeah, one of the The, the Merry Old Land also, of Oz. Old Life. Yeah.
5: yeah, good, good times.
3: times. Uh, so then, like this couple comes in and they look at like the one main room of the house that the that the production paid to have built, and they're like, "Well, based on this one room, I want to buy this house now." Yeah, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's a pretty nice It's room. so
1: easy. Yeah. I mean that's the whole point though, right? Is like if he'd just gotten out then it would have uh, he got greedy. Yeah. He it all worked yeah. out, his whole scheme well, was great and then
2: Well there This is like a frustrating thing that happens in sitcoms because first of all, you know it's a sitcom, so you know it's like as soon as he doesn't take it, like you know it's not gonna work out in the end. Right, right? you know like, just by You know this episode logic. isn't
3: gonna end with him getting rich quick.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, you like know, even maybe. even in the moment, like if I'm not even trying to, you know, game theory this episode, it's just like, you know, you gotta take the money and run. If if this is happening this easy, this is just a cool whatever ten to fifteen thousand dollars you just made. So just take it and get out of it because there's no reason to try to go for more at this point. Well,
3: right, and I love how the 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 husband is like.
2: This, this has
3: everything that the other house has except for the chandelier and the new door, and they want 30000 less for it. I'm like, really? It has everything the other ha- house has? You know that from looking <laughs> in this one room? You know it has bathrooms and bedrooms? Wait, you know what? It makes sense, though.
1: If it's only $150,000, I guess it's just one room, you know?
3: Oh, maybe that's... Maybe
2: <laughs> yeah, that's maybe deal. it is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the other spaces are just dark voids, yeah. and it's full of. Well, and part of why the house is so
2: cheap is
1: there. because, like, you have this huge studio audience watching you all the time,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: and like if you fall, they laugh. Yeah, yeah,
3: they they woo every time you try to be intimate with your loved one.
2: Well, that that's a
5: if bonus. you're trying
1: to do like a uh, yeah. a rub 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 spritz 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 or whatever, you know,
2: <laughs> and all these people are wooing. <laughs> also a bonus
1: <laughs> and you know the worst part about that is that if you ever had to move you know that you would not be able to get off without people wooing after a while like you would need it and would...
5: what if they booed or what if they went
1: aww yeah.
0: and it was sad oh, they think. would
1: boo like if you farted or something
0: <laughs> so uh
3: so then Balky does the dance of joy because they're going to get their money. Yeah. Um is am I correct in my equating at this oh, at yeah. this point in its run Balky doing the dance of joy is unto Urkel saying did I do that? Mhm.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much, it's the we theme. have to
3: shoehorn in a reference to the Dance of Joy into every well, and episode. And again,
1: it's postmodern by this
2: point. Exactly. Although He's got... done
1: it so many times that he Larry doesn't even do it with him this time because it's like...
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we
2: kind of got cock-blocked on the Dance of Joy. We, we didn't did. not get the, the full experience. The yeah. The
0: real thing is that they do it together. It's the two yeah. men doing that dance, and that's where you see, like, the pinnacle of their pair bonding and their physical mm. comedy together. I was in a play exactly. once where two of the members did the Dance of uh, Joy. Just they threw it in there for funsies. And there was one night where one of them kicked the other one in the yeah. balls.
5: Hard. Uh. <laughs>
0: so the Dance of Joy is a dangerous dance. And it was kind of really funny to see uh, Cousin Balky do it all by himself. But it was kind of really sad. Yeah, it's
1: hard to do the Dance of Joy alone.
0: And then they yeah. do tell him that like his mom said that doing the dance alone will make fun. Yeah, that him was an blind, interesting
1: so. little layered joke.
0: Yeah, right. they say that it's not me. My notes
1: that. say "dance of joy, off joke."
3: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, we all gave David a hard time for his off joke, but he was just responding to <laughs> material
2: that they put out there. It's true, <laughs> exactly.
0: That's just David responding to material and yeah. <laughs> writing some material of his own.
2: Exactly, a fine mist of material.
1: I think one of the most truly magical elements (laughs) of Perfect Strangers is that it works on so many levels. Like a kid can laugh about the dance of joy and understand the basic premise and then an adult, you know, there's something for them too and they can enjoy it together on different levels. It's family viewing. Like, it's idiotic but it's got subtle sex jokes in it. Family viewing.
0: Something for the parents to think about when they're it later. What's
3: what's really interesting about Perfect Strangers, when it was running as part of the TGIF block, uh, particularly the couple of seasons where every show in the block was a Miller Boyette production. Yeah, this was this was the only one that didn't have any kids in it. Oh yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah,
1: that's
5: yeah.
3: And so it was just like by like relatively speaking, it came across as like more adult oriented than it probably really was just because oh. everything surrounding it was so, like, squeaky clean, family-friendly, kid-oriented.
1: Yeah, well, I think this was the start of a whole run of shows. Miller Boy, Ed, I know they did, like, Happy Days in Laverne and Shirley, but at this, this was, I think, their peak, where they just really factored out a bunch of shows. And this was the first one, so I think they hadn't really bought into, like, a family bullshit market yet. I think that evolved over time, you know?
3: Yeah. yeah. So,
2: Austin... Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're saying is kids ruin everything?
3: Uh, Yeah, pretty much. All right. (laughs) They ruin everything, but they also make other things fun in different ways.
2: Oh, good. Oh, Austin, don't don't walk back
0: and (laughs) go. Don't try to save this so you can sleep at night. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's a solo dance of joy and Larry has realized by listening to this prospective buyers that he could just add a fucking chandelier and jerk up the price with the invisible hand job of capitalism. <laughs> so, they Then it's a question right of how
2: much it. money do you have to put into it to put the chandelier in? Well, or? so
0: he says he got it from a hotel later. So I think he just stole it from an
3: abandoned hotel. Yeah, no, I don't think he paid any money for it whatsoever. <laughs>
2: And then the wiring was just ready. I, I guess we don't know what was up there before. Like,
0: We never even saw it turn on. It was not about <laughs> <the> electricity in this <laughs> <laughs> you naive summer child. Well, we
2: know there are some wires in there, though.
3: Well, the, yeah, yeah, they, I don't know why. They probably just they're... tied the wires together to help hang it.
2: Yeah, That's exactly.
3: how you, like, <laughs> you electricity, yeah, right? totally. you guys.
0: So he's daring to make a fortune by stealing a chandelier And finally, we get to see the chandelier I've been waiting for this motherfucker the whole episode
3: Here we are
1: <laughs> So Carol, are you just, you got a thing about chandeliers?
3: Yeah, so like, I mean, is that is that what makes this episode very special? Because like, chandeliers yeah. are very special to you?
0: Yeah, um, I don't own one but I think chandeliers are very special. In fact, here's five interesting chandelier facts oh. sure to blow your
3: mind. <laughs> Someone's cribbing a page out of Dr. Bits. Wait, so is this where we call
1: you out that this is not a special episode at all?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is from Chandelier Shack. Right. Code.uk blog. Really? Slash seven. Oh,
2: God. I read them every week.
0: There are some very interesting chandelier facts you don't have a clue about. Do you think you could guess what they are? We're all...
3: (laughs) No, I really... I could not. I could not guess at all.
0: There's one in Qatar, a chandelier, that has an unbelievable 165,000 LED lights, enough to light up a small football stadium or did you know that chandeliers outdate electricity
2: oh yeah, yeah. what do you mean
3: pre out- predate
0: electricity
2: They mm-hmm. have candles in them
0: exactly they used to be candeliers yeah. very good david <laughs> <laughs> did you know that chandeliers are not reserved for rich people
2: well i've got one right ah. now so i guess <laughs> that explains that <laughs>
0: I can't get rid of
1: all these chandeliers.
0: <laughs> what am I gonna do with all these chandeliers?
2: I have one in my car.
0: <laughs> a chandelier. yeah, those are very funny.
2: Isn't there there's some comedy that involved the chandelier in Yeah, where the
1: Roses. And an escape from LA or Escape from New York, I'm sorry. Yeah. Faux pas. Uh, the guy has a chandelier in his car.
0: You really think I would have been able to find some article about a chandelier killing somebody? But <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't. But did you know that they're too common today? Which isn't to say that they're not still wonderful.
1: Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> they're too. This is a fact. They're too also, common. What does that even
0: mean? chandeliers are almost gone, and crystal wasn't the original plan, you guys. Well, interesting. And that's five Sorry. interesting chandelier facts, oh, sure to blow your mind. I don't even.
1: Alright, whatever. Let's just
0: move on. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: I'm still not convinced. So, do wait, it. yeah, no,
1: hold on. So, you're not even. Me. I was wondering how you're going to rationalize this, and I thought you were going to be like, oh, it's about, you know, the horrors of uh, fraudulent investment or something. Well, yeah, see, but like, your premise is just like. Now. Your yeah. premise is just that you like
3: chandeliers. <laughs> the, the best. Like. <laughs> the best argument, like, the best case that I could make on Carol's behalf was... God, just do what you can. No, like, the, like, as I finish up watching this episode, I'm like, okay, so the best case that I could make on Carol's behalf is that, like, at the... Spoiler alert, at the end of the um. episode, Larry's like, hmm, Maybe being greedy wasn't the way to go. And there's, like, the, the, the like, music. the twinkly Miller Boyette music plan. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so, like, this is him learning a lesson. And so, I mean, I guess it's a very special because I mean, learning a lesson. But then I'm like, wait, no! Every fucking Miller yeah, Boyette episode uh-huh. ends that way. That doesn't make it a very special episode.
1: Well, so they kind of all are. But, yeah. um,. Even with that understanding, this doesn't even fucking qualify, because it's not an issue. Like, this is uh, an episode of the show, Carol. <laughs> we just don't think he really learns not to be... So, um...
0: So, it's special, because it's at the very kind of end of this series' run, and it's the very first TJF show, isn't it? Isn't Perfect Strangers the OG? Uh,
3: not really. Look I mean, it depends on nature's... how you... De- oh, shit. <laughs> it depends on how you define, because they, like... It, it was it was one of the four shows when they first, like, branded it as, like, the TJF with the theme song and everything. Right. But I don't know if... It, I mean, I guess it was the earliest premiering of those four shows. Like, it had been on the longest of those four shows at that point in time, but... It... I,
1: I didn't object to this because I was just like, yeah, I'll watch an episode of Perfect Strangers. Yeah. I feel like it's good. I have a
0: question, though, um, yeah. Carol. Well, it's like, also about the, the pratfalls of capitalism and reality. Yeah, that's what, yeah.
3: Okay. Also, also, Carol, it runs for three more seasons yeah. after
0: this. Oh, so this oh, is really... my idea is so bad at this
3: point. <laughs> This is really more like it's halfway point <laughs> than it's end point. Yeah, because so yeah, it's one of those shows where
1: they switch houses in the, the last uh, least season, if not two, are in like another set but um i have a question for you carol yeah. is there like an actual very special episode of perfect strangers
3: i don't know i've not seen anything in my various like Definitely looking into yeah i didn't yeah.
0: deepest dig
3: yeah really, uh, <laughs> really? I, yeah. I i remember though
1: that there's an episode where because they both get pregnant and they they um one of them has a baby and she has a kind of early because she goes into, like, a high air balloon or something? And then the other one...
3: That, that, that checks out. That The logic is sound. There.
0: That's recommended. Prenatal air balloon. And
1: then the, the other woman is pregnant and she's like, oh, I want to have my baby early, too. So I'll also... Maybe high altitudes make you go into labor. So
0: that's special?
1: She also... Well, they both have babies. Having a baby is more special than this fucking <laughs> episode that's not <laughs> remotely appropriate. Yeah! <laughs>
0: Wow, I guess Ryan doesn't like chandeliers, you guys. (laughs) I am just,
1: I got too many of them, man. I can't get rid of all these chandeliers. (laughs) To be
2: fair, I'm now permanently scared of ending up sitting in a chandelier for who knows how long. Days on end, starving, not knowing how to...
3: They were drinking their own urine, that's what I'm saying.
2: Hey, team. Hey. I'm Caitlin Warehouser. I'm Randall Lawrence.
0: And we're here just to invite you. Very special muggle who may
3: have received a letter from hogwarts especially if you
0: didn't (laughs) listen to our podcast is called room of requirement 237 where we go through harry potter fan theory uh conspiracy theory it is inexplicably political
2: (laughs) yeah no i have no explanation for it at all i don't know why where we delve into the could have been should have been might have been and can't of the harry potter world of witchcraft and wizardry lots of the why <laughs> Did it's that fun. happen? Take a listen. Yeah, you can find us on uh, RiverCityPodcastFederation.com along with the show you're currently listening to. Thank you. And enjoy, Slytherin out. Ravenclaw's better. Well, of
4: course, we're crossing within the home stretch we can get through this it's not
1: like we're the first guys to get stuck in a chandelier first, let's be
5: honest Jennifer was right we, we should have high professional help I mean not really in over our heads in fact I think we're in over most people's heads <laughs>
0: time
2: there too honestly all right <laughs> okay. yeah. well we haven't even gotten there yet technically mm-hmm.
3: yeah no we go we go back so so they go to hang the chandelier right and and
2: yeah so apparently everything else like so then he decides they need to like put in new doors and a new chandelier and then it's like 10 days later or something or or you know they flip now right. I'm thinking everything's going to be a disaster, and, mm-hmm. and instead everything still looks fine. The new doors went in perfectly cool, and the last thing they have to do is right. raise the chandelier, and to, right? And,
3: and to your point, David, they do a bit here where they have to try to like raise the chandelier, and they're not like it's on a pulley, and they they aren't strong enough yeah. to like hoist it up. So Larry's like, "Oh, we just need more leverage," which I don't think is the right term here, but anyway. Um, they basically yeah. like shimmy up the edge of the stairs so that they're now on like the second level and then the two of them grab onto the rope and then drop down and their combined weight falling from that height is enough to raise up the chandelier and you're like <laughs> okay hilarity is gonna ensue here and then you hear like twinkly music outside and Balky's like cousin A, do you hear he the ice, ice cream is here? way better. and so then <laughs> oh my god it's so good so then he lets go of the rope to run out to see the ice cream man and you're like oh yeah shit's gonna crash and then like the chandelier just like slowly descends to the ground yeah it was pretty
1: safe looking and you're just kind of like
3: oh i totally thought that was gonna like i guess i've come to realize like i was expecting balky to be a colossal fuck up throughout this whole episode and he really wasn't. He does was a pretty just, good job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you yeah. like the level-headed one.
1: <laughs> well, except he ran to go get ice cream <laughs> yeah, while they were supposed yeah. to be holding a Ryan, heavy
2: <laughs> thing. Yeah. Ryan. Ryan. I still don't know what their plan was because they're like,
3: telling me that if you hear an ice cream man rolling by, you're not going to go check out and get some ice cream.
1: <laughs> not if it would put someone in danger.
5: What if, they what, were if what if it was a Ryan. hamburger?
3: What if it was a hamburger?
1: All right now. <laughs> Now you're speaking my language,
2: Uh but yeah, when I just don't know what. (laughs) Go ahead, David. I was just confused what their plan was because they like jump on the rope and they drag it down and it goes up like a brilliant, brilliant physical comedy. Obviously, oh good. But, but now, how are they going to get it up the rest of the way? Because as soon as one of them lets go, it's going to start going down again. David, so I think I don't we know covered what, this
3: already. What Their what
2: plan was on doing. to
3: get rich quick. Oh my god, isn't that yeah. amazing?
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah.
2: <go>. yeah. <laughs> because then it goes ahead, and the chandelier's up, and it's fine. And so any kind of disaster you thought was going to happen from hanging the chandelier doesn't. Now all they have to do is just put the light bulbs oh in, God, and it. somehow this is what they <laughs> thought
1: oh, Well, so, it, it took you three days, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah.
2: Well, well, yeah, that was because it's behind a glass pane. You're right. <laughs> so, yeah, I as have no defense. As they're
3: screwing in the light bulbs, they, like, spin it around and get pulled off of the ladder, and then they try to get back on the ladder, and the ladder gets knocked over. So then they end up sitting in the chandelier.
2: And... I wanna say that it wouldn't be the funnest thing <laughs> but the drop wasn't. that yeah, I wrote that, that down fun. to
3: him, like it's not you? that like it's not that steep a drop. If it's you like, hung from like, your one fingers story by the bottom of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you, you can drop down.
3: Right, right, yeah. Like go back to where how they were hanging from it when they kicked over the ladder. You're now like what, five and a half to six feet closer to the ground. It's not that far up to begin with,
2: you can mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Like I said, it's it wouldn't be oh, your right. ideal scenario, Mr. Mr. You Mr. Tough Guy over, over here. here, and really only one of them, <laughs> and only one of them has to do it, and then they can right. just, so the just make Balky
5: over, do it. The better,
0: yeah. more agile one. I also yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. I also doubt it would have supported both of their weight for that long.
5: Huh.
2: Oh yeah, especially when they like they flash it forward and now they're sitting in the chandelier. Yeah, they like. look
0: like two little birds perched on like an antique yeah. bird cage yeah. thing, and they're just sitting there together. <laughs> yeah,
2: That'll and this and this is <laughs> where I was with Austin. Where I'm like, what kind of bracket did they <laughs> use, or how did they get attached? I know it the, you've added like at least like three hundred pounds to the chandelier. You're trying to make
1: it's it sound like sister. it's a lesson against shoddy workmanship, but they actually did a really good job if the
3: chandelier held them that long. <laughs> well yeah, like I don't I don't I don't know any yeah. licensed contractor that could rig a chandelier to three hundred pounds. Yeah.
0: For a reason. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: You're like, there's gonna be some funky stuff happening on that chandelier. Dude, if here. I had a dollar for every time I had to talk sure to someone hard.
1: about all these chandeliers. Do you have to I'd buy here? another <laughs> chandelier. <laughs> hey, you kids! Get away from those chandeliers! Get out get out of there! <laughs> I work hard for those chandeliers! <laughs>
2: Yeah, stripping hotels for chandeliers is big business. Keeps me busy. (laughs) (laughs) Sell it on the secondary
5: chandelier market. We're totally
0: swinging in a chandelier now. (laughs) And this is where Cousin Larry's whole plan unravels. (laughs) He has a moment of honesty and he admits to Balky how much they're in the hole for and that they only have 10 more days to pay their 30-day loan.
3: wah wah wah
2: uh, yeah. and how long are they in the chandelier like are they going to be starving to death do you think they're eyeing each other seeing which one could eat the other each one first pieces you know?
0: of meat stacked together hmm. some skeletons yeah I would yeah. say they're in the chandelier for two weeks <laughs> <then>.
2: <laughs> exactly yeah. I was going to say like four Dude. hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's long enough for Ryan to wind up. Oh, yeah, if I was <laughs> checking
1: a chandelier for four hours with any of you.
0: Ryan could just, like, pretty much you. stand up from the ceiling in that place. It like, wouldn't even be a drop. <laughs> I would have just stepped down
1: from the chandelier. <laughs> no, I'm not that tall. So, but this is where Larry has remorse, right? Where he's like... That's where Larry feigns remorse.
2: (laughs) He just kind of cops to the fact that they need to sell it in 10 days or else they owe $140,000. Which is
3: a lot. Yeah.
2: And then the ladies come in, so we don't know how much time is passed.
3: (laughs) So the ladies come in and then they bring out over the ladder and they get down and i'm like well, that was very anticlimactic like i kept i kept i kept waiting for like zany hijinks to happen throughout this whole episode and it never really materialized
1: well so yeah. but they're for a minute like deciding whether or not they're gonna let them know that they're there right because yeah. they're ashamed i guess i know. a little tension know. there a little moment of tension it's
2: like what is the option I thought this was going to turn into them trying to, like, swing the chandelier over to the uh, top of the staircase. And then it'd probably end with, like, a bunch of, like, near misses and near falls, but they both get on safely. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we did it. And then the chandelier falls and, like, shatters. And then, like, the house just uh, crumbles in on off itself. Check chandelier. Like, a poltergeist style.
5: It that's how tired, i pictured this ending. Yeah. yeah
2: no uh
0: this episode is very special because yeah. ryan if you're ever stuck <laughs> on a chandelier and, it's yeah. too <laughs> tall and your girlfriend or any friend or anybody shows up you need to overcome the shame and the stigma of admitting that your ass is stuck on a goddamn chandelier they weren't playing gentle music <laughs> but they were overcoming a lot of inner turmoil yeah, they yeah. play gentle
2: music later, though. <laughs> yeah, people stuck in chandeliers are still people. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> they deserve all the rights that everyone else. Count, counterpoint,
3: David. Are they still people?
0: Wow, Austin, you're evil.
2: Two sides, huh? Austin? There are
3: people, or maybe they're not people. I just all I'm saying is I think we need to look at both sides. You
0: guys, if you have chandeliers, Ryan, I want you to look yeah. at them every day to check for skeletons nope. of people. Okay, no, for no, shame,
1: Carol. I'm a little insulted that you didn't assume <laughs> that I would check for skeletons in my chandeliers. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ! You know I mean, I, got... I was a little worried. What kind of. No, don't have a little faith. Ye have little faith.
0: Okay, okay.
3: Do you think he's some sort of irresponsible chandelier owner? You're a
0: professional (laughs) chandelier owner. I understand that now.
1: I I run a tight ship over here.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, the boys do just get the women to let them down with a ladder, and it is (laughs) anticlimactic. Why didn't anyone, like, drink each other's pee while they were on that chandelier?
2: Yeah. Exactly well, yeah. then, I, th- I assume. And so then happened. they come back and they're trying to sell the <laughs> house
3: And Larry's like If we don't sell this house soon we'll be ruined And I'm like we? Is Balky's name on this loan you took
2: out? <laughs> uh, I think there was some sort of combination That's why I needed Balky in oh, on I it suppose. to begin with But yeah But now apparently now those two day. people who were dying to buy the house Were the only two people who wanted to buy yeah, the house but- not Maybe he should have just jumped on that deal More than anything Yep Yep, it's been Now it's ten days later and they still haven't sold it And now I'm (laughs) confused Now I'm starting to wonder If the writers of the show Have ever bought a house Right I
3: wondered this as well
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well yeah And they're like we need to pay back this loan so we need to sell it now. But I'm like, there's no way you're getting this house sold in, well, right. like, in a spoiler day. Spoiler
5: alert,
3: a couple like... comes in and they settle on a price <laughs> and and other things happen. But Larry's like, all right, we got a deal. Let's go out to my car and sign the papers. I'm like, sign the papers? It takes like a month and a half to sell a house, like to go through.
2: Yeah, There's, there's inspectors. Right, like <laughs> even if you waive
3: an inspection, you've got to have go a... Uh, period of time where the the mortgage people do their stuff. The bank adjusts. You know, well, you know.
2: maybe
0: Skitch Henderson.
2: Yeah,
0: appraisal. Should like, have gotten and, a, a home a goddamn inspector goddamn instead of just trusting that a chandelier wasn't about to kill his ass. No. Oh, that's
3: why. Well, Skitch Henderson. Did you Did you catch his wife's name? Is it? Florence. Uh, Florence. Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean,
2: I get I, I the joke, but I don't know what. It's yeah, a like, name. <laughs> it's a famous name. Like, I don't
3: know why they put that. in
2: like,
5: Yeah, you know, are the they from another show of, like, or something?
3: Chitters at it when he's like, "Oh, I'm Skitch Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> this is my wife, Florence." And the audience is like, "Hee." Oh, like, I'm
1: an idiot. See, it was above my Florence head. Florence Henderson show is is, is uh, God, a good uh show.
3: <laughs> the mom on the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah. And and to be and and to be clear, well, but but it's not a joke
2: though. Just to reference somebody else's name, you know, <laughs>
3: that wasn't Florence Henderson. They just were like named the character That's that for name. some reason.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, but I'm assuming Sketch just with a name like Skitch, huh. he just wants his house to set up yes, a so meth lab. What lab kind right? of
3: name is Sketch? Huh?
2: So he's not really worried about inspection. A meth much. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd take a meth lab over Larry any day, if that's what you're saying. <laughs>
1: I thought that's all we needed. Who knew?
5: Yellow! Larry? Valky, are you here? Yes. I'm not here. (laughs) Okay, I owe you 20 bucks.
0: pitching and bantering and somehow it turns into this psychosexual dance where balky is gonna hit himself with a leather strap
2: oh, yeah man. because they're dealing and they look up and now we see the chandeliers about All to fall like it's wires, loosening from it's like up. you know casing or i'm trying i'm using the wrong way. yeah yeah it's starting to fall and so it's hanging by its wires now and i'm like I'm calling BS on this because if it withstood them sitting in the uh, chandelier for like three days, like
3: now well, nothing's right. on it. So it hoisted, it hoisted, <laughs> hoisted three hundred pounds, and then ten days later yeah. it falls over. <laughs> that seems ridiculous. <laughs> and of course, Balky does the like the the classic sitcom, like
5: right. instead of
3: just like mm-hmm. pulling him aside and and making clear what the issue is. And then he does, and so then they try but to... But then she loses a contact.
2: The like, they're going to buy it then, because they agree on the 140, I guess, just so Larry can get his money back, but... They need to get them out yeah, before the chandelier I that falls. that
3: was, was... Right, very pointed that he was only going to break even at the... Yeah, date. but then
2: if the chandelier falls and he <laughs> hires a professional to put it back in, then it's like he's not going to be breaking even.
3: Yeah, because that's... He... He basically is like, once again, the the capitalist swine is like, well, let's just get these people out of here and sign off on this deal before the chandelier falls. And the benevolent communist is like, no, I won't go unless you promise to yeah. pay to have the chandelier properly reinstalled. And this is where I'm
2: like, I'm if like, yeah, the, fine, they, fine. they're not going to come back ever again, like, what was his plan to sell it to them and not fix the chandelier? So, like, the next time they walk in the house, they see it and they can't, like, you can, like, rescind stuff, too, no, if you, like, the chandeliers the
3: Well, yeah, you guys, <laughs> buying
1: a house is a
3: process. Yeah. yeah we, we talked about that while you were gone. Like, oh, it, it's, it's like It's like a six-week period of time yeah. to buy a house. It, it's not like you just go out to a car and sign some paperwork and it's yours.
2: Yeah. It, they're making an offer on a house. Yeah. Exactly. His- that's yeah, a, the whole notion of like, today we have to sell it because we need the money, we owe the money today, you, you're not selling a house in one day, you know, unless you're not gonna get a drug dealer today. has cash on him or something, you know.
3: And I'm also not sure why, but when, when Florence Henderson's like, oh, I lost my contact, and they have to like, rummage around on the floor looking for it, that felt like a very like, 80s thing to me, even though people still wear contacts, and yeah no one does
0: it in a show anymore though because everybody did it right
3: i'm sure they lose them and then and look for them and stuff i don't know maybe that maybe it was just a thing like a tv trope back then and that's why i think of it as like an now it'd be
2: like oh my lasik surgery
3: (laughs) (laughs) i dropped my lasik surgery (laughs)
2: And contacts are just less va- less costly than they used to be, so yeah, trying to find one isn't always worth the hassle either. Now she'd
1: just be, like, reading shit on her phone. He'd be like, all right, let's get out of here and sign this faulty contract yeah. real fast right now! And she'd be like, hold on, I'm checking my <laughs> Gmail. And he'd be like, come on! Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so uh, do you want to mention that earlier Larry says that Balky is from the Eastern Bloc and they're all confused. So it really is, like, a parable about the economy Of question mark Meebos, exclamation point America, and real estate. But, anyways, we're searching for that contact under the chandelier, and they make it out just by a pussy hair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then it falls. Which is like a market
0: crashing, like the housing
2: bubble.
5: (laughs) Am I
0: right? Yeah.
2: Well that was spectacular it
0: actually did anybody was anybody impressed by when the chandelier fell because it looked you know there wasn't any explosions or
1: it wasn't an impressive chandelier yeah. falling sequence, but it was better than what I expected <laughs> but I've been watching a bunch of family matters lately, and shit gets destroyed on that yeah. show.
0: They're a little yeah. but, and that's where Harriet comes from. Harriet from Family Matters. Yeah. Says,
1: comes from and it King was a Rangers. it was a bigger hit. Like, when that show was a bigger hit, I don't think any of the actors got paid more. They were just like, we want more money for house destruction. <laughs>
0: yeah, squeaky toy in Ryan. Look, had oh, yeah, know. sorry.
1: This, I've been playing with a dog for a lot of this. <laughs> no, you
5: can't have that squeaky one. Alright. <laughs>
0: so yeah uh, they get that handshake they get right out from the danger zone and kaboom shit collapses cut to back at the bachelor pad where everything settled down but maybe we're a little older and wiser now you guys
2: yeah they're cuddling and reminiscing about the day's events
3: and what's weird about so I, I mentioned earlier how this is where we get the Miller Boyette music coming on as as Larry learns an important lesson about being undone mm-hmm. by one's own greed mm-hmm. but it's it's weird because he's like he's telling Balky the lesson he so he's like, he's teaching himself the mm-hmm. lesson which is just kind of weird because yeah. usually in like you know full house or step mm-hmm. by step or whatever it's like you know well michelle if uh, someday you'll learn that if you just take whatever you want in life you'll get it and everything will turn out great for you and it's well, one character telling that to another character whereas here he's just like you know, Balky, I learned something today. That's because I
2: Austin... I got greedy. <laughs> a foreigner can't tell an American how to feel, That's Austin.
3: true. Oh, that could... Be...
2: Only Americans yeah. can tell Americans how to feel, That's and if true. there's no American, then you can only have self-reflection. Then.
3: That's a good point. That's. Yeah. I mean, Balky was acting all altruistic, and, like, he wasn't greedy, but... I'm pretty like sure sheep. he owns some possessions of his own, so I don't. I don't really know if we should. some. should really, yeah. We really. <laughs> I don't know that we should accept his his uh, his take on things. Yeah, all this political stuff's gonna be hilarious in two weeks when we've all been burned to death and <laughs> ra- in Great no.
2: That's when my Fallout experience helps me. Awesome,
0: <laughs> <laughs> comes in handy. That's a good.
2: He's fighting off those rad scorpions like a pro. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, yeah. Uh, lessons learned that greed is bad. Greed is bad, and
0: I bet you didn't know that. Well, the thing, yeah,
1: because yeah.
2: he could have flipped that house. He
1: really, it was going really I well know. for him, and he just took it too far, man. Yeah, and,
2: like, I mean, everything went surprisingly <laughs> well, except for yeah, one like, little leaving.
3: I mean, we've been we've giving Carol a hard time <laughs> about this not being a very special episode, but... Uh, they really do kind of underscore the point that the only thing that undercut their plan here was Larry's own greed. Like, it, they didn't really fuck up the building of the house. I mean, they got stuck in the chandelier, but it wasn't like they died or anything, and it, uh, everything would have been fine if Larry would have just taken his ten grand in profit and not got. Well, that's greed. a good lesson yeah. for
0: America, you guys.
5: Yeah, yeah it is. It's just late that, for Carol. America
0: to have lessons, but yeah, it would have been a good one.
5: <laughs> We're living in a post-lesson America. Yeah, <laughs> Fake lessons.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. eschewing the bonds of consumerism is priceless, but feats of daring do and chandelier play uh, are going to cost Larry Appleton $42 a month for life.
1: Yeah, that's rough.
0: Imagine paying that every month and being like, oh shit, yeah. it's time to pay the chandelier bill. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, and they've had so many this schemes, is, this too. Is, like, you yeah. think that, like, Larry yeah. just has, like, a bunch of different bills based on, like, oh, here's where we tried to open that theme <laughs> yeah. park. And here's our a yeah. yeah. house. Here's from our pudding company. <laughs> mm-hmm. A
3: third, like, a third of his monthly income is, like, paid out to various... <laughs> ...that yeah.
1: have failed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Balky had, like, a big old book full of
2: schemes. <laughs> <laughs> And none of them worked out.
1: No, none
0: of them. I hope they finally got rich enough to get their girlfriends <laughs> pregnant. Oh, also, when the ladies helped them down from the chandelier, they passed twenty dollars. They had a bet on whether or not they totally fuck it up.
5: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. they were like these idiots. We all knew right. they were going to though.
3: But I feel like they didn't really fuck it up that much.
1: They fucked it up. It was not a spectacular <laughs> fuck
2: up, nah, Austin. That's true. If you're stuck in a chandelier long enough to drink your own pee, you've yeah, fucked you prob- up Yeah, you
3: probably feel like you. have I fucked mean, things up. aren't going
5: well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you though: if it had worked out, let's say he makes like forty thousand dollars, let's say, over the course of what uh, a month? And the only thing that went wrong is he had to drink his own pee when he got stuck in the chandelier.
5: <laughs> uh-huh. would, yeah, you would you do it? Do it? <laughs>
2: What? Wait, so so you're just... just okay. Let me get more <laughs> specific.
5: If <laughs> you're, let's say, let's say I flip houses, and
1: I say, "Often, I'm going to pay you forty thousand dollars a month, and you have to oh. paint a house and install some fixtures, maybe change a door, and you have to drink your own piss in a chandelier. <laughs> in a chandelier, just for four hours. For f- so let's say you can't piss before you go in the chandelier, <laughs> but you have to be in the chandelier for four hours." Um, so if you can go four hours without pissing, good on ya, and we'll try again next month.
0: <laughs> but, but it's gonna happen. Uh. But, it,
1: but if you piss, okay. you have to drink it. <laughs> so that means you can't piss in your pants, either. Like, you have to... If you piss in your pants, you have to drink, like, extra piss yeah, from and somewhere Ryan, is
0: David there, too? You
1: I'm... You each... All three of you can answer are, this question. I mean, with a partner as individuals. During, Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah, Austin. Well, okay, here's... Here's my... Here's my answer Ryan. I was going to ask you a lot of additional follow-up questions to make sure that like I understood the scenario and like how much I was getting yeah. and what at, the bottom line is is if, is if the question is would you drink your own pee one time for 40 grand the answer is yes you would you do it every, every month pipe? Sure for 40 grand every month like, my what? job is to drink my pee once a month, and what in exchange, I get... You guys... A year. Yeah. You had to
0: do it for a year, but you got 40 grand. But once a month, you had to drink your own pee.
3: So uh-huh. I drink my over pee 12 times... In in a chandelier. Over a year, and then when that's done, I get...
5: <laughs> fine. You <laughs> have to do it in a chandelier, Chandelier okay. is negligible. Um, that's fine. Yeah. That's
3: not the problem here. Then I get forty grand. I think I would still do. Let it. Let me set up this Patreon. <laughs>
1: this is going to be the best <laughs> Patreon ever, dude.
3: Yeah. Guys, I could just—I could really use forty, 40 grand. 40 grand. Is it's a really lot. Really every you know, month, One, once
0: per year you get the payment, and you have to pee once a month. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's
3: fine. Okay, so wait, you would do it.
1: So that means that you would do it. What's forty times divided by twelve? It's like three.
0: I don't know. It's like three and a half yeah, or something. So for like calculators.
1: So for like thirty five hundred bucks a month. So would you drink your piss for thirty five hundred dollars? Yeah. What's the cheapest you would drink your piss for, Austin?
5: Tell him. That's <laughs> bad negotiating.
1: You almost had forty thousand dollars. You fucked up. Now we're gonna we're gonna do it. How much? Twelve hundred dollars. Would you do it for twelve hundred dollars?
3: Uh, what, okay, no, so just now, one time. No, on just one time. time. Get twelve hundred. One, <laughs> one yeah.
5: time, twelve hundred uh-huh. bucks. Yeah, oh my god!
1: The, now we're gonna really make it happen, cause.
3: I mean, like, how much pee are we shot. talking here? Uh,
1: uh, your, your own shot. piss. Uh, like, I would say,
3: I would say, ball. like, am I filling a, like, am I filling a cup or is this like I have to drink everything? I'm, I'm gonna say, say
1: Peter, you what? can't. You're going Between f- noon and 8 p.m., you can't piss. What? And you have uh-huh. to piss then uh-huh. and drink that piss. You have
0: piss. to drink
1: all the piss? You have to drink oh, it all. And you have to I drink it, it. Uh, pretty quick, too. <laughs> well, alternative. You can't mix it, and you can't drink it for over the course of, like, two hours. You've you got, like, ten minutes.
3: <laughs> right. How about instead of having to hold it that whole time, I just pee, and you set it aside, and then I drink it. I mean, I, no, I mean, I kind of want it to be warm
1: piss. Well, you <laughs> warm it up. I don't All right, you. all right, right, that's fair. So just that eight-hour no, period. Just,
3: I'm just trying to avoid the pain <laughs> of having to hold it That's for fair.
1: Hours. That's fair. Okay, so $1,200.
2: I'll yeah. mail you a check. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I'll say is if it was forty thousand to drink my own pee, yeah, I'm drinking my own twelve hundred dollars is the going rate. You just got. <laughs> you, I know, but I'm saying like it was an easy decision Markets at forty thousand. Market's change, David. I'm that's like, capitalism. Yep. It's true. I know. I know. I know. I just well, it would be like the prices right though.
1: Like there would be all these weird, like sitting in a chandelier fee. Oh, that's twenty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> And then the yeah, taxes exactly. would be like $18,000. So yeah. you get like $4,000 at the end.
5: <laughs> you know, in some
2: parts of the world, an offer that low could be considered an insult. And my associate
1: would have to beat himself with a leather strap.
5: Cousin, cousin. Cousin, the chandelier is falling. I lost my contact light.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
5: lord <laughs>
1: We got to close this deal fast but
5: No 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 don't close it We can't sell the house with a falling chandelier
1: Doc, If we sell the house I promise I'll hire a professional to fix the chandelier You promise I promise Okay you okay. okay. yes. yes.
5: make a
0: fortune only cost us $42 a month and on that That note that's the end of this episode
4: yay oh yeah
3: hey I got I got one more fun uh, let's have it oh yeah guys uh, from the
2: crack that they weren't perfect, nor strangers. I know, right? <laughs> and that a stranger <laughs> yeah. is a sex move
0: um, where you give yourself a J-O after you make your hand
3: numb by sitting
0: on it.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. So in the very first season, we talked about how like they they like switched apartments and they switched houses and all that throughout like, the course of the series. In the very first season, uh, when Balky comes to live with Larry, He gets him a job where Larry works, which is as a clerk at the Ritz discount store, which is on the ground level of their apartment building. Their boss at the Ritz discount store is one Donald Twinkie Twinkasetti, and that character is played by Ernie Sabella, a.k.a. Pumbaa, a.k.a. Mr. Kurosi. Do
4: you think he
0: got a chandelier from Mr. Kurosi?
3: Probably, dead. yeah. I th- I I could see Mr. Yeah, yeah, they they Crossing. Yeah, I mean Mr I could see Mr. Crossy having one of those like really gaudy decorated McMansion type mm-hmm. houses. And I <laughs> could just see him being a guy that's like,
1: Oh, you want a chandelier? Yeah, I get you a chandelier. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly.
0: <laughs> they probably traded it for Coke. Do you think Larry's the dealer?
1: Uh no. He's not savvy, dude. He would just he... fuck it up. But he's definitely yeah. snorting the Coke. Part-
3: yeah, he would do all the coke. Himself. He would do it, yeah.
1: He would get high on his own supply.
3: So, uh,
0: Ryan, did you find this episode to be effective about being very special? And <laughs> what was the most no. special thing you learned or encountered?
1: Um, there was a lot. Um, there was a lot. I mean, probably just gave me a lot of... I was able to confront a lot of feelings about getting stuck in chandeliers. <laughs>
0: Great, great. Yeah, we walked through that shadow together, and I, I think we came out the other side.
1: I also really liked finding out that Austin's not handy, <laughs> and David is also Does that not make handy. you Feel
0: more like you're handy by <laughs>
3: default. Yeah, I mean, I wanna, set a low bar. I will wa- yeah, yeah. Once I just, I want to reiterate once again for the record <laughs> that while I'm not handy, I'm still handier than David.
1: Well. David is, David is <laughs>
0: handsy.
3: Uh, so if all four yeah, of us were true. in a car
0: driving to yeah. the podcast town that we go to, uh-huh. uh, which, and, uh-huh. and we had a flat tire, yeah. which one of us is going to fix it? Not me.
3: Oh, I could me, do it. I, I yeah. can fix flat tires. Oh, cool. All right. tires aren't so Austin,
0: the you're the most yeah. handy of the that's team now.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just went up in the I mean, I could probably do it, but I haven't had to do yeah. it.
3: Yeah, no, I've probably changed to do a the tire around. Yeah, probably. David, half you dozen can be the helper. I own old. Yeah, I own old, <laughs> shitty cars. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh, David, when you're not helping Austin. No. Yeah. David, <laughs> did, how did you find yes. this episode effective about the dangers of chandeliers? And what was special about it?
2: Uh, I found, uh, it helped me confront my some opinions I had about <laughs> pee drinking, which is uh, right amount of money. It'll work. Uh, and I think what was very special about it is teaching the lesson of, uh, doing the dance of joy by yourself will lead to blindness, and I need to really I think about that. they
3: thing. said that. <laughs> the game is not blind. Where
0: did it come from? It's just... It's not based on any evidence unless you like come like in
3: your eye, right? Yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's just one just... of those things they say to like, like, you know, keep to scare you into not and your face it. Will stick that way or whatever, mm-hmm. you
2: know. They just are. It's from anti-sex people who oh, don't want people to whack it, so it. uh... So you just make up something.
3: Oh or, no, they still that's are, bad Carol.
5: news. Yeah, they're
3: in. They're in control that's of our country bad. right now.
5: Shucks.
2: Yeah, Austin. What? <laughs> What lessons are you going to teach yeah, your kid about give whacking backlit. it?
5: Why? <laughs> <laughs> I just you be like a porno mag. It was <laughs> a pamphlet about whacking it, kid.
3: <laughs> well, see, because I'm torn. Like, I'm torn in just letting him discover it on his own, or just you know making sure he knows that you know it's a good time to be had and uh, knock yourself out, kid. Don't
2: be ashamed of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the same time, you don't want it happening like in your living room, right?
3: <laughs> well, no, there's a, there's a time <laughs> yeah. and a place.
2: Yeah, just, yeah. you gotta be like, be discreet, look, just, I don't want to know what's happening, just make exactly. sure I don't realize it's happening, and we're fine.
3: Well, I mean, basically what it boils down to is there's there's a ta- I feel like there needs to be a tacit acknowledgement, which is no kid wants to know when his parents are having sex, and no parent wants to know when his kid is <laughs> yeah. or having sex or whatever, so I like, just keep Whatever each party is doing, keep it to yourselves and make sure the other one isn't aware of it and everything's going to be cool.
2: not a big deal. Just keep it on the DL. That's right?
3: a good lesson. Exactly.
0: And don't hit the chandelier. <laughs> and
3: don't hit the chandelier. Yeah.
5: Well, if you can, that's pretty impressive.
0: You're a bad influence. Austin, <laughs> uh, what did you find special about this episode and did you feel it addressed the dangers of chandeliers?
3: Um, you know, I feel like it didn't <laughs> okay, address the dangers yeah. of chandeliers, because um, I feel like they missed an opportunity when Balthy ran out for ice cream to really show the kind of devastation that a chandelier could wreak on so a on That a, would be on cool a, if Larry
0: broke both his knees right then, right?
3: Right, or like comically got flown up into the ceiling by the counterweight of the chandelier. Or, They're playing a little loose you with know, it. I don't yep. Know. Yep. Uh, Yeah. 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 But, um, uh, uh, what was special what was about this episode?
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, learning, learning <laughs> that Ryan would, um, drop, would drop a, ch- would not drop a chandelier on someone for ice cream, but would for hamburgers. Yeah.
1: I have, yeah. I'm true to myself. And
0: if any entrepreneur <laughs> with the Appleton spirit wants to go out and make a, a, a hamburger cart that drives around Ryan, you can probably put your kids through college. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Worst ways to get by
3: And in all seriousness I'll say I, I was impressed with The portrayal of Balky in this episode <laughs> whom, whom from my Because from my memory I expected him to be more of yeah. an Urkel-esque mm. Character than he was And it, so that's where I'm like I don't know if I'm remembering It wrong or if this episode was just Different than most but he he was Almost more of a straight man Than Larry was in a He's lot a, of a complex character yeah. he, he was like yeah, which is not, I was just expecting him to be the, like, doofy foreign guy, The this version, this show's version of him. Yeah, that. he underestimated yeah, him. You kept getting
5: Larry I into did. trouble, right?
3: Yeah, exa- Yeah, like, I thought this, like, I, in my head, the premise of the show was, Balky does something zany and Larry has to bail him out, and it seems like it's the exact opposite. You know,
0: it turns <laughs> out, foreigners can be alright.
3: Can oh. they?
1: Balky, <laughs> Balky is humble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Falky's the heart of Larry Appleton, who doesn't have a heart.
5: Yeah,
0: true. I thought this episode was effective in detailing the (laughs) special pitfalls of greed, of capitalist bourgeoisie 1% devastation. And And it wasn't, you know, I would have liked to have seen more violence with the chandelier or maybe an explosion. And I wish that they stayed there longer and that they showed the pee drinking so we didn't have to infer so heavily. But that was somewhat effective, and I thought a very special moment was when Larry was trying to close the deal for the last time on the house, and offered to have Balky hit himself with leather straps. I think he likes to do that before or after a nice rub-rub spritz, and it's nice that they know each other so well, that they can look into each other's eyes. In fact, they only can do it by looking in each other's eyes.
3: (laughs) And hey, I mean... we got we got through an episode without any like pedophilia in it,
0: right? So Sometimes maybe you need just like a, a simpler enemy, just a dumb one.
2: <laughs> it helped that there <laughs> are no kids in this episode, <laughs> right? No child
0: actors. <laughs> uh, maybe Larry or balky molested each other while they were on the chandelier. We don't know how they kept warm, yeah, or entertained. That's,
2: yeah, that's not pedophilia. Just,
3: yeah, that's not child.
0: Yeah, that's just it, well, it's cousin on cousin, so it's a,
2: it's just love,
0: light incest, one but love. that's fine. Well, I think yeah. I think.
3: I think Balky's <laughs> supposed to be like a distant cousin, not even Oh, okay, like so they're in the clear for
0: yeah, yeah, rubbing so cool. and hugging on the chandelier.
4: You know, I learned my lesson. Oh, I thought
1: that. <laughs> no, Balky, I did. In fact, next
5: week I'm taking a seminar on a profit from your mistakes. If there is a profit to be made from mistakes, you're going to be a rich man. <laughs> Oh, what a great night. I'm sorry it's over now, well, me too. But next week, it'll be just as fun. I'm sorry to
4: say, I'm sad to recite. It's time for us both to bid you goodnight. So for fun, all unique,
5: we'll see you next week.
0: So, uh, Austin Gordon, when you are not
3: yep.
0: looking for your contact lens under something precarious and dangling, where are you online?
3: Uh, well, assuming that we haven't all been wiped out by nuclear fire by the time you're listening to this, you can find me on Twitter, at Austin Gorton, and you can read my writing at therealgentlemanofleisure.com.
0: And David Bitsenhofer, when you're not walking into people's foyers and complimenting them on how big it is, where are you online? You.
2: <laughs> I'm drinking my own urine on Twitter, <laughs> at Dr. Bits. that's a doctor spelled out.
0: At Dr.
2: Pissenhofer? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it may not even be my own sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> you just need that sweet, sweet urine action. And you might not have the uh, <laughs> the uh, fuel in the tank, so you need to go borrow some gas from someone else, but, you know, <laughs> I get there.
3: I, I don't know. Uh, what am I even talking I about know.
2: anymore? What happened? <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's uh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read my other <laughs> nonsense at TheRealTentimentOfLeisure.com. dot com. Uh, Ryan, yeah. when you
0: regain your sight after so much solo joy dancing, uh uh-huh. where do you look online, and where can people find you? I have
1: a website. It's ohyesverynice dot com. O h y e s It's drawings and stuff. Uh, and um, that's my Twitter and my Instagram. And yeah, that'll do. That'll do nicely.
0: Super. <clears> Hi, <throat> your host this evening. I'm Carolyn Maine. You may find me on Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr, uh, Carolyn Mayne, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N, like the street, and carolynmayne.com. And for a very special episode, you can find us at a very special episode, podcast.com, A-V-S-E-P-O-D, at Twitter. Uh, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. And check out our friends at the River City Podcast Federation, where you can listen to a lot of great other shows. So, For a very special episode, I am reminding you to dare to follow your dreams, no matter if they cost you money, pride, and a desperate need of ointment.
2: Okay, now I screwed the thing in. It felt a little too
3: adult for me. Five of them sucked in this way, and three of them made me bend over backwards and take it up the butt.
1: And you know, the worst part about that is that if you know that you would not be able to get off without people wooing after a while, like, you would need it.
0: It's the invisible hand job of capitalism. They were drinking their own urine, that's what I'm saying. And they probably all fuck in the same room, I'm just guessing.
2: They had a baby together. A poor man's Yakov I think.
0: That's like every goddamn
3: show!
2: (laughs) You just blew my mind.
0: (laughs) Bravo!
5: bravo
0: thank you brava it's bravo to a woman
2: you're still with these guys they're obviously losers like this is starting to reflect poorly on you now but at least you're entering the weekend like it was like your doorway to the weekend so you're pretty excited about that <laughs>
4: Yeah, that was this AVSC on your home PC with some VIPs of SBTB. Was it Austin G, Dr. D.B., R.A.T., or the Money? What the heck was with that TV? This podcast is kind of funny. Excuse us yeah. all, because we got to go pee. That was a very special episode. We dissected that shit from head to toe. Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons. Oh, how we've grown. Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode. Next time on a very special episode.
5: do minä? stop me now.